Want to watch the show? Check us out at Ustream at KidNation.com. It's Kid Craddock in the morning. And it's I Have a Dream Week. Have a dream. We're going to get to a dream here in just a minute. It's been more of a nightmare for Lance Armstrong hmm. as he uh, went on Oprah and did his big confessional and admitted to everything. Pretty much everything. Um, Rick Riley is a senior uh, editor at Sports Illustrated. He's a guy I really look up to. Very I've been, well respected. I've been reading Rick Riley since I was a kid mm-hmm. in Sports Illustrated. He has been the lone voice of the last 14 years telling everybody that Lance Armstrong doesn't cheat. He's the biggest victim in all of sports. Wow, I know oh, there's really? a lot of smoke around him, but I'm telling you right now, I know Lance Armstrong, and he doesn't cheat. He's always had his back. Yeah. How's he because feeling Lance right has told him multiple times, hundreds of times, and Lance has gotten indignant and angry with Rick Riley and said, how dare people even suggest that? Don't they know how hard I've worked? Blah, blah, blah. Well, yesterday, before the Oprah thing aired, uh, Rick Riley got an uh, email from Lance Armstrong. Mm. It said, I'm sorry. And then the second line was, and you have no idea how hard it is for me to say that. And Rick goes, take your apology and shove it because if that's all you got after 14 years of encouraging me to lie to my readers at Sports Illustrated, that's all you got? And get your bag. Yeah. So Rick Riley, the biggest fan of Lance Armstrong, is now the opposite. You know, you know who's sorry? Me. I'm sorry I misled all my readers for 14 years. I'm sorry I carried his dirty water. I'm, I'm sorry that, that he tricked me, that he conned me on the record, off the record, in this country, in France. I'm sorry I was gullible, and that's all I care about. I mean, maybe I'll come around and forgive him in a few years. Maybe give me 14. Huh. <laughs> wow. See you in 14 years. Yeah, this is verbatim what Lance wrote him. Riles since they're so yeah, close. Yeah. I'm sorry. All I can say for now, but also the most heartfelt thing, too. Two very important words. L. I'm sorry. That doesn't... 14 years of, of uh, yeah. misleading someone, and th- that's not yeah. enough. That's not. Yeah. So, so how did Rick feel about the uh, interview last night? Cold. I thought he was cold. I thought he was calculating. I thought it was like seeing a hitman dragged up before Congress and just... You know, he, he did everything but clean his nails as he talked about the things he did. At the... <laughs> The things he did didn't match the emotion on his face. He exactly. sat back in his chair. He had his legs crossed. And you just kept wanting to say, who is this guy? I mean, does he not realize the kind of lives he's ruined, the people he's let down, uh, the people he lied to, how disappointed people are in him, how crushed they are in him? I mean, he ruined lives. He was, he, he was a killer. Wow. A killer? Wow. Seriously, he has some characteristics of a serial killer. Yeah, you he know? does. Yeah. Completely hmm. self-motivated, a sociopath. There are still people that have his back. There was one tweet that I saw where it said, Lance Armstrong cheated in a bicycle race and incidentally raised a billion dollars to fight cancer, so I'm going to let it slide. Jack Osborne hmm. speaking out, yeah. saying, you know what, he still gave people hope, and, uh-huh. you know, yeah. he so, didn't have a problem with it. As I said earlier, the question's going to be, and, and this will determine how good or bad Lance Armstrong's life is in the future, is he a bad guy that did something good with Livestrong, or is he a good guy with Livestrong, with Livestrong, well, he did something bad. His body language in that Oprah interview just made me not like him yeah, at yeah. Right, all. It's right. just, Tough place to be. I have a dream. Let's turn to something more positive here. Yes. Absolutely. Hi, Lori. Hi. Welcome to I Have a Dream Week with Kid Craddock in the Morning. Hi. Hi. <laughs> all right. Okay, let's. You're all nervous. Let's let's get that. Get rid of that. Take a deep breath. Okay. <sighs> Sorry. How are you this morning? 
I'm great. How are you? Awesome. You work for a big retirement corporation, right? I do. And you've been there for 13 years working in your little cubicle. Yes, I have. And, and <laughs> you, you wrote in your letter, you said, my job has given me a life where I can pay my rent and my bills and still have a little bit left over, do some traveling with my friends. And when I started this job, one of the biggest obstacles I had to overcome was suppressing my personality. <laughs> for the better part of the first year, I was told to work quietly, not make jokes, dress in a way that didn't raise attention. I've uh, lived within the rules of the corporate culture, and I count down the days each week until the weekend finally comes when I can go to the bar and drink <laughs> and laugh and be myself and have fun. There you go. So you know what her dream is, Al Mack? What is her dream, Kid Craddock? My dream is to work as a bartender in Big Al's bar for a weekend. How about weekend. that? I love it. I love it. Lori, have you ever bartended before? No, never. Well, you know what? You fit right in. Yeah. <laughs> I never owned a bar before, and I bought one. There you go. <laughs> Lori, um, what city do you live in? I live in Kingston, Pennsylvania. Okay. Kingston, oh, Pennsylvania. Outside of Wilkes-Barre. Okay. So we've got, uh, yep. we got, we got a plane ticket for you. We're going to fly you down here on Southwest Airlines. Nice. Where your bags fly free. And um, you're going to get uh, a two-night stay on Big Al's couch. Yeah. Oh. Say what? You heard me? I was excited until you said that. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, hold on. Oh, you'll love hold my on. couch. No offense. If you really want to be a first weekend bartender for Big Al. You, you got to do what every other girl does to get the job. Every, to get the job. Every, every other first weekend bartender with Big Al sleeps on the couch for the well, first Well, that's what wink, wink well, sleep. Sometimes you get promoted to the bed. <laughs> All right. I'll do what it takes. All right. <laughs> that's the motto. All right. He takes the casting couch I, I very the literally. That's what I do. There okay. you go. Now, you know what? You're dreaming, but you're not dreaming big enough. I'm going to try to get you to dream bigger if you can. Oh, I, you are. I don't have a motive here. I really don't. Okay. I don't. I'm not going somewhere with this. Okay. I'm just hoping that we can come up with something that makes us a little bit bigger mm-hmm. than you just bartending for the weekend. For example, Al. Yes. You've got to tell everybody there uh-huh. that she won I Have a Dream Week and go get your drink from her. Absolutely. And, and tip her big. Absolutely. But, yeah, for sure. But <laughs> what else is involved in this fantasy? Is it like people tell you their problems as a bartender or you hook up with a hot customer? What, 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 what else is in this? I don't know. I just know that everybody loves the bartender, uh-huh. and I just, I just wanted to have that job just for, just for the weekend. It's a cool job. I mean, it's almost like being a hairdresser, or you know, it's kind of intimate because the relationship you have between you and the person you're pouring that drink for, they're telling you stuff that they don't tell other people. Uh-huh. You know. I would rent cocktail and try to learn some of those cool bar yeah. tricks and, and, <laughs> and break, break a lot of Al's glasses. No, don't do that. Yeah. Please. And by the way. Whatever you break or ruin or piss off, it doesn't matter. Nothing bad will happen to you no matter what. I mean, what, are you going to get fired? That's the worst that can happen. No matter matter how bad you are Friday night, you are back on the job Saturday night. (laughs) How you cool that? Yeah, I love that. No, I love that idea. I appreciate you uh, including me in your dream, girl. Sure. That's awesome, isn't it? All right, Lori. Yes, it is. We'll pick a weekend. Thank you so much. We'll get you down here to uh, make your dream come true and bartend for the weekend at Alistair. Yeah. I have a dream. You know, we have so many of these, and whenever the producer, Sonny Joe, brings them to me, I'm never happy. You know that. I always go, that's really cool, but what if we did this? What if instead of just giving them that, we also, you know? Yeah. So we have saved a bunch, and when we come back after the MLK break, which is Monday, when we come back on Tuesday, mm-hmm. we're going to continue Good. I Have a Dream Week so that we can get to some more of these because there's Good. a ton of them. Okay. All right, cool. Kid Craddock in the morning. By the way, if I could get two more waitresses, a bouncer, and maybe yeah. a cook, that'd be awesome. Oh, you got to pay her. <laughs> I lost the cook.
Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Lisa Vanderpump. She's only been in America for seven years. Really? Mm-hmm. Never been that. never been on our show, but she has a spinoff show coming on. Bravo. We'll talk to her about that next. If you want to talk to Lisa Vanderpump, we might let you get in on a call here. 800-KID-LIVE. 800-543-3548. 800-5-GEEK-IT. Kid Craddock in the morning will be back with more of that Craddock raspberry chemistry. Don't act stupider than you actually are. Oh, yeah, you're finally taller than someone, so you got, like, big man. Well, let's just hope they come back in a better mood. Kid Craddock in the morning.